Welcome back to the show, everybody. Oh, Christmas is over. Well, little secret here. It's not over for us because we record these early. <laughs> but when you listen to this, it'll be over. It'll be over. And so I have a question for you, Lindsay. Do you get down after Christmas or are you one of those people that's like, okay, Christmas is over. I'm so excited about New Year's Eve. I'm not a big New Year's Eve person. I like Christmas and I get sad because like my living room area, it's like so cozy right now. Like my Christmas tree lights up the room and then I have twinkly lights on my garland. I have, it's just so pretty. I have candle lights in there. It smells like a balsam fir forest because we have our balsam fir tree in there. So it just smells delicious in there. And then I get to watch all my fun Christmas movies. Last night I had my hot cocoa watching a fun, I was watching the Harry and Meghan show on Netflix and with all the That's twinkly not lights. Christmas. Well, Okay, it's not Christmas, but it's about a princess and or a former princess. And I had my hot chocolate with all the twinkly lights. And I was thinking, I really want to soak this in because it's going to be over soon. So I'm the same way. We've had friends and a lot of people are like huge, big New Year's Eve people, big New Year's. For some reason, I'm the same way. I'm just not that big into it. I love Christmas. And so what I was thinking that I was going to do this year is because I get really sad taking down all the decorations and everything. So what I'm thinking about doing is because it's still in the dreary, cold, wintry season, I'm going to leave up some twinkle lights. And I'm thinking about they're called like fairy lights. And so I was just thinking about getting some white fairy lights and putting them over the plants in my house. Because our friend Roslyn, she lives in Tennessee. And when I visited her in February, her house didn't look depressing because she had the twinkle lights in there. So well, February, I decorate for Valentine's Day, but January is a little like tricky. Normally, this is what I do. I still we actually keep our Christmas tree and I take down all the like ornaments and stuff and I keep the lights on them. And then I usually keep my I guess I could do that this year too. I'll still do that for the tree and in the mantle. Oh my goodness. I literally just said that we're going to keep up fairy lights, which are like white twinkly lights. Okay, y'all, if you don't know who we are, we are sisters. Excuse me. They are not the same as a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree light, they're like the stronger bulb. A fairy light, I think of this battery operated little string lights that you get LED lights. Yeah. But my whole point was just keep up white lights instead of multicolored lights. So are you going to keep your tree up then? No, because I don't have a fresh balsam fir tree. I have the fake tree from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, well, you're missing out, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't believe in air fresheners because they are toxic. So I'm not going to spray pine needles on. So the best I can do is do a diffuser. I take all my Christmas stuff down on New Year's. And start, you know, just have a blank palette. And so what I'm thinking about doing is I'm going to put up just white lights to keep it not so sad. I think so. This year, I've got to take down Christmas pretty much like immediately because we are starting renovation on our entire upstairs with carpet and paint and other stuff. So I've got to get everything out of the way for the contractors. So I'm going to do that. Yeah, I don't think everybody cares about all of our and then I've got to fold my laundry. And then I need to empty my dishwasher. Okay, this we're not going to talk about all of our to do's. I didn't say chores, but people like to talk about renovations. Oh my gosh. But I do have an interesting 
question for you. And this is my second question. I'm really into these two part questions. And then we will totally get into BHAs. But I do want to know, do you because this is like a 50 50 thing, people either are diehard, they believe in New Year's resolutions, or they don't. Or the other thing that's coming up with is they're like my word for the year. So let me tell you what I do. So what I do is I try to do a word for the year. And what my church does is was really cool what they did last year. They had a basket up with folded up one words in there. So when you went up to take communion, they you picked a word and my kids love this. And I did too. We all picked a word out of the basket. And so then what I did was I taped that word up on the refrigerator all year long. But the funny part is, this is the good part. So everybody, of course, is comparing their words. And what do we do? I don't want my word. I want your word. Your word's better than my word. What was your word this year? So my word was dare. Okay. D-A-R-E. Like this past year or this upcoming year? Yes. This past year was dare. We do it in January, the church does in January, we had somebody had love, somebody had, I don't know what everybody else had, because I forgot, but I really like mine as a dare, because I like to do new things and challenge myself. This is the thing about words for me, I have found out because my word changes throughout the year. And it's usually pretty spot on at the very beginning. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be my word. But I had a word, and I don't remember the word, this past year, and I had all my goals. And it's so weird, or my resolutions, or, well, no, they were my goals. And they just changed through the year. And just based on life circumstances, life events, what's going on, because you really just don't know what is ahead for the year. And I reflect on this past year, I'm like, wow, so many changes. And this goal would have not worked. And I'm glad that this goal didn't work out. So resolutions, not so much more as okay, I think that these are some of the goals that I want to achieve. And then it's just like with your life and in business things, I find they need to be adjusted with your life that's going on. It's just like your skin, right? Like you always preach that, Lindsay, things change in life, your words change, but also your skin changes. Oh my gosh, that was such a fluid. Oh, you're so amazing. Yeah. I mean, that was just such a great intro. So your skin <laughs> changes just like you're like, don't lock yourself in a box. And so today we're talking about BHA acids because there's so many, you know, there's your skin goes through seasons. And so Lindsay, go ahead. Seasons and daily changes. One day you may have a zit, one day you don't. You know what I mean? No, it's true. Right now I'm going through a season and it's so obnoxious. I've got a chest broken out. And because I've used the tips from our research and some tips that you've given me from clients, it is so amazing. My skin is not itching because I, you know, did the wash that you recommend, which I'll explain a little bit later. And then I had to repair my barrier. And that was the one thing I wasn't doing. I was not repairing my barrier. So throughout the day, it was itching. It was bothering me. I remember I told you, I was like, you can use all the acids, you can use all the treatment products, but you also have to hydrate your skin and really protect that barrier to make a difference. And that's when you're going to see the results. What happens is a lot of people strip off that barrier protection and then it just becomes a mess. It really does. 
And that's what I was doing. And so that was such a huge tip. And y'all, that's why we do this podcast. I'm so blessed to have access to Lindsay. She's my sister. She is the best esthetician. I've been going to spa since I was in my 20s, you know, love skincare. Lindsay is the best esthetician I've ever been to. And that's saying a lot because we're sisters and I love to give her a hard time. But I was just over recording the doing some research on acne and stuff. And I said, Look, I can't figure out this part for my research. And I'm actually experiencing this issue right now. And that's where Lindsay was like, Oh, well, this is what you need to do. And this is why I do the podcast so that you at home can have access to this information. You know, I will say if you're and I need to do a podcast on this on if you are looking for an esthetician, because some things you do need to go into the spa for and also just to have a relaxing moment. But I like to look for estheticians who do have experience. And the reason is I've seen thousands of clients, thousands. So and I do multiple services and I've been an esthetician for over 13 years. So with that said, I've had the experience of so many different skin types, so many different ages, people in different medications, supplements, seasons. I can't even tell you. So it's just like, I'm not comparing myself to a doctor by any means, but it's just like somebody just seeing patient after patient after patient. You're like, okay, this worked on this, this, hey, I found that this works, this combination works well. And then all the pieces of the puzzle come to in place, I really think it's just about the experience of a different people. Today, we're going to focus on BHA acids. I love acids, but you do need to know how to work with acids and very carefully and understand there's different types of acids. We want you to understand that the main acids in the skincare include alpha hydroxy acids, which is AHA, beta hydroxy acids, which is BHA, which that's what we're going to talk about today, which a uh, form of that salicylic acid, you've got lactic acid, lipohydroxy acid, which is LHA, and L-absorbic acid, vitamin C. Don't worry, we're going to break all these down in different podcasts, because it's just so much and we want you to have a deep dive in each acid at a micro level, so you don't feel overwhelmed. Because if I gave you all these acids, all I want you to be like, forget it, I'm so overwhelmed. But if we broke it down, and you can listen to each podcast, you're going to really have a stronger understanding. Actually, what in the world did you just do to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, so I see we have a split screen, I have my show notes on one side, and then Ashley does the craziest stuff while I'm speaking. She'll put smear sunscreen all over her face. She'll do something crazy with hair. There's something always going on and I have to like be professional. But on the other side of the screen, I got actually acting up. That's why it works. You've got to have that one cuckoo bird. Just to let you know behind the scenes what's going on. You have to have a cuckoo bird and I proudly am the cuckoo bird. But I also, I am such a multitasker that I just can't, I have to always be doing something while I'm either listening or watching. And so I'm like, ah, oh, I got to, you know, get that sunscreen on because I'm about to, you know, let the dog out for a walk and, and my hair's just... Are you wearing that look outside? I am. Oh, my neighbors. Let me just tell you something. I think today's a hat day. (laughs) No, my neighbors are like, they're just like, that's Ashley. And you know what? That's where my inner confidence comes in because I am like, I wonder down the road and I know there's YouTube and I know there's whatever, but down the road, I wonder in the podcast app, you know, when you're listening, if there's like going to be a little screen that you can also see the people talk, they should do that. And then I could have proof right now. Well, people do put it up on the only thing I've seen, they put it up on YouTube. 
That's what I'm saying. It needs to be in the actual same platform app. Anyway, just wanted to put that in there. Back to our acids. I wanted to let you know, we're going to learn about what acids are in the skin and skincare and where you can find them. Acids can be listed in all types of skincare products, such as toners, serums, cleansers, scrubs, masks, and at-home peels. They're used to brighten your skin, exfoliate your skin, unclog pores, my favorite, because you know, when your pores are clear and clean, your skin just looks so much smoother, your makeup goes on much smoother and does your skincare makes such a difference and improves your skin texture, which I'm always trying to improve. And I'm always trying to brighten up my skin because I constantly deal with hyperpigmentation as well. So it's just a battle because it's ongoing. But there are, as I mentioned before, many types of skincare acids, and they are used on your skin in definitely different ways. So we're going to focus on giving you today the BHA acid, also known as beta hydroxy acids. And I was so interested in learning about this because these are chemical exfoliants and they are oil soluble. So in the next podcast, we're going to go AHAs. That's another type of acid. So I mentioned that because BHAs are different from AHAs as they are able to go deeper into your pores. And this is important because it not only removes the buildup, but it dries out the excess oils that are there in your face, your chest or whatever. And those excess oils are called sebum. And so how it does this is the BHAs bind to your skin's natural oils, which is called sebum, like I said before, and it does this to remove the excess sebum, as well as removing the dead layers of the cells that appear on the surface of your skin. So this is so absolutely helpful for those with acne prone skins. And also, I want you to think of BHA is useful for sun damage, acne, rosacea. And by the way, all of this is going to be you can find this at lindsayholder.com because we're putting a lot of information in here. I've also put like a short thing in the podcast notes. But if you're like, wait a minute, what was that that Ashley was saying? I have it inside our community also on lindsayholder.com. Yes. And speaking of that, just my quick little soundbite here. If you're able to please rate and subscribe to our podcast, you just hit that little button on your podcast to subscribe. It really makes us rank so we can continue to keep these podcasts going. We're so excited. As of now, we are in the top 100 United States and number 39 in Canada. Obviously, these numbers change week to week. But right now we are yahooing all the way. Yahoo. So we are so actually where's your yahoo? I can't Yahoo by myself. Yahoo. No, 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 no. We're not doing that Yahoo. Just woohoo. We're going to do woohoo. Yippee. (laughs) Or as Lindsay said, if you heard our last podcast, I really got on Lindsay's nerves at the Peace Center, which is our La Tida, you know, beautiful place. And I said, holy cow. So I'm going to do that. Holy cow. Yeah. With every single move that the dancers did. Anyway, we went to continue to help you with your skin. So by rating us, it does allow us to continue to work for you. And that's what we do. We work, we are here for you, providing you with the best skincare from trusted resource. (laughs) And it literally just takes seconds. We so appreciate it. So thank you. I did want to say, just reiterate when Ashley was saying that it dries out excess oils, your sebums, that's why we want to also hydrate at the same time, which doesn't sound kind of counterintuitive. You're like, wait a minute, my skin needs to, yes, have this removed, but then I'm back to add it back in. <laughs> it sounds odd. Yes. 
And I'm so glad you said that because y'all, that's why I went to Lindsay. I said, I'm getting the bacteria out. I'm stripping away the oils. But during the day, I mean, throughout the day and then at night, I was scratching my chest. And that's where Lindsay was like, Ashley, you've got to repair your barrier. And you told me to do, tell them what you told me to do. Well, I like a barrier balm on top of it. You can do hyaluronic acid. You can do a hydrating serum. And um, a really good barrier balm is good. There's one by Glow Skin Beauty that I like. And there's one that I love by Hydropeptide. And if you wanted a simple one, you could do Aquaphor too. Just a little bit of it. So there's different ones. And by simply doing that one step, y'all, oh my goodness, I was so thankful the itching stopped and my chest is cleared up. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking the last episode uh, about transepidermal water loss with if you use an LED light and if you happen to be dry at all, just put a little barrier balm. That'll help that. It's just a temporary loss. So just FYI, you can listen to the episode before. Common types of BHA acid, salicylic acid is a BHA acid. If you have acne, then you have probably heard the name. Is it a very popular ingredient to help with acne skin? You'll hear that from your dermatologist all the time, salicylic. And you'll have benzoyl peroxide. And we'll talk about that in another show. But due to the properties of it being antibacterial and anti-inflammatory. So what it does, it lessens bacteria growth while unclogging pores. It is especially helpful because it doesn't exacerbate your already inflamed skin. This is my tip. I do love salicylic acid. I do take it in small doses. Now, this is for my skin, okay? And everybody is different. This is why you will assess where you are with your skin, Salicylic, I prefer it as a spot treatment on my skin when I have a breakup. When I have a breakout, I am trying to break up. Break up. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you, Zed. I don't want you anymore. Break up. Because if I have a breakout in a certain area on my face, I don't need it all over my face. I just need it on that centralized location. If you are extremely acneic and you have breakouts all over your face, of course, you would put it on more areas. But it can be a little bit drying. So just watch that. If it's too strong, skip a night or two in between. Make sure you're really paying attention to your skin talk. You know, your skin is talking to you. Salicylic acids are in cleansers. They're in serums and even facial lotions. So just find out what's best for you. I really like mainly the cleansers and the serums. I do have all the list of the salicylic acids that I like on our spa shop at lindsayholder.com. So you don't have to find any of these that I'm about to mention. They are all listed on there and you can find out what works for you. One of my go-to tips is that I use a salicylic acid on my nose where my sebaceous filaments are. And they're also on my chin and cheek area. And this is basically, I've mentioned this before, but I like to always review everything over and over Your sebaceous filaments is just extra oil that's oxidized. It's not necessarily a blackhead, which has other impurities in there. This is just sebum. Your extra oil is oxidized. So I have a question for you, Lindsay. So last night I was microneedling and I put my, you know, serums on and everything. So I was noticing that I had um, the black dots on my nose. So I'm going to need to get some uh, salicylic acid. So here's my question to you. If I'm going to do that and I'm about to take a shower, do I just put it on my nose and shower the rest of my body and then rinse it off? Like, what is the routine for that? So for me, what I do is I put on a salicylic acid serum. One of my 
go-tos is costs RX, excuse me, and it's their BHA power liquid. And I leave it on for a few minutes. I'll usually brush my teeth or whatever. And then I'll go back and I'll pull out those filaments with a skin scrubber because you need something to pull it out. It could be a washcloth of some sort, microfiber cloth, but the skin scrubber just has that extra oscillator that you can turn on. So they just, they're popping out at such a, you know, so much easier. So I prefer to do that process just versus being in the shower. However, I do put a salicylic spot treatment on in the shower as a cleanser. Then I wash the rest of my body if I don't need to pull anything out. I love that tip. You know what I mean? I don't do that for my filaments. I really, I really have the mirror with my filaments because I need to pull those out. So that's what I like to do. Okay, I will say my oscillator that I purchased, it it did not go through because it was one of the cheap ones. So I'm going to get the one that you recommended in our store. So, okay, thank you for that. You're welcome. It's funny, Jeff has this strange sebaceous filament that pops up in his ear. It's just one. And it's just constantly filling up because his, that means that his, the wall of his pore is stretched out. Ooh. Yeah. Also, when you get older, you'll notice that some people... They'll have a one large pore, one or two on their face. And it's just because, or some part of his body, his happens to be in his ear. <laughs> and I started to notice that. And I'm like, so I started to extract it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this keeps on filling up. So what we did is I said, listen, instead of me having to extract this every time, because it just fills up two days later, here is my power liquid, my Cos RX. And here's a Q-tip. I literally have it in his bathroom. I said, just need you to dab it on that one spot every couple of days or whatever, and it cleans it out. So I don't have to, it just naturally dissolves it. And then so could you do that for your nose? My nose, I cannot personally mine are, I need that oscillator his on that one area, because he'll wipe it out with like, um, honestly, he's a man, he wipes out with like a piece of toilet paper, (laughs) or something or and then he'll or he'll use the q tip and it just kind of pops out the next day. But for me, my minor all over my nose, my cheeks, my chin. So I usually do the oscillator. And then how many times a week do you do this? For me, I just usually do it once a week. Oh, okay. And then if they come back, that's for me, but everybody's sebaceous filament schedule is different. So whatever works for you. I have one client who hers come back pretty fast. So she needs to do it like twice a week. Okay. It just really just depends on. But that's the difference. That small difference by getting those black dots out of your nose, your cheek, your chin, that makes a huge difference in how your skin looks. Oh, it looks so much more clear. Yes. It looks like you went to the spa. I mean, it's incredible what the difference is because you're you know those filaments are stretching out that pore so you're getting that filament out of that pore so it looks like you quote shrunk your pore which what you did is technically you just you know you tightened it back up you made those cellular walls you know tighter so it looks like you've got that glass skin that you want because you have it all clean if you have million I love that. Yes. And that's what we all want. We want that beautiful glass skin. Yeah. So that's just a tip. Also, if you have milia, salicylic acid is good to put on those areas. I'm going to do a whole podcast, I think, on milia because a lot of people have, they don't understand it. They have it. They're not sure what it is. They're like, is this a whitehead? I don't understand. And no, it's not a whitehead. I'm going to go into that in depth. But just to kind of get you out of that situation right now, 
You can use a couple of things. You can use salicylic acid to spot treat. You can use retinol, BHAs, and I'll go in again. I'll go into that in another episode, but I just want to let you know if you do have milia, one of the girls at my team has milia around her eyes. So we did a combination of the skin chic. I have a machine that can to remove that, but some areas I did not want to that were on uh, too close to her eye and underneath. So we just did a little bit of salicylic acid and there were just multiple of them. So we're doing that. And so, you know, to get those results, glow skin beauty. Yeah. Glow skin beauty I've used for years. They've got some great BHA drops are nice. They also have complexion pads that I love and a skin clear skin cleanser as well. All these are listed on our spa shop. My clients have done really well on Glow Skin Beauty's complexion pads. I think that's more if you have more acneic skin. I don't need that. I'm fine with just the salicylic serum or the BHA drops. So it really just depends on how your skin is. A deep dive, if you're looking on a deep, really in-depth podcast on acne, I've already done one for you. It's called Episode 47. It's with Glow Skin's beauty expert, and it's titled, Let's Talk Acne with Glow Skin Beauty. And we really go into acneic skin. So if you're looking for a more in-depth version for acneic, truly acneic skin, that is an excellent talk for you to listen to. So again, it's episode 47 titled, Let's Talk Acne. We've mentioned this multiple times, but it to prevent your skin from drying out after applying a salicylic acid, add your hydration back into your skin, use a barrier balm, use a moisturizer, use something that works for you, and you will see better results versus having like dry, scaly skin the next day. Like who wants that? You know, I do the same thing for like retinols as well. Anything basically that's going to dry your skin, I'm going to add hydration back into it. We've got two more super hot tips that can be found inside our esthetician led by me. Um, it's called La Pre Beauty. It can be found very easily at lindsayholder.com. It is so simple, y'all. All you do is go to, we're in the South, by the way, so I do say y'all a lot. Go to lindsayholder.com and that's it. Just hit the little join button and you are there. Tell them how to spell it in case they're driving. Oh, sure. Lindsay Holder is L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-H-O-L-D-E-R.com. <laughs> C-O-M. <laughs> well, we are so excited to be headed into the new year this week. This will air on December 27th. So we wish you... Are we, Lindsay, though? We just said that we are sad and we are not New Year's Eve people. So are we happy? I'm not really new. Well, listen, listen, I'm not a New Year's Eve person, but I do like a new year. Let me clarify that. The reason why I don't like New Year's Eve so much, because I don't want to have to stay up till midnight. <laughs> I like 4th of July because you're not staying up, but you still get the fireworks and it's not freezing cold. I was about to say, I don't like to go out on New Year's Eve because it's cold. You know what I think we are, Lindsay? We are called two old Bettys that are set in our ways. Yes, that's because right. we're like, mm, it's cold outside. No, actually, <laughs> even in my 20s, never like to go outside in the cold and wait till midnight. Not in those strapless dresses. I hated it. With my high heels, I was like, I want to go back home. And the food is always gross wherever you go out because everybody is jam-packed. The restaurants are packed. You don't get the service. Ugh. I like to keep off the roads because everybody's 
you know, I just want to for drinking, I want to keep off the roads. I don't feel good. So if you are out there, we want you to be safe. If you're a New Year's Eve person, you're like, y'all, that I love New Year's Eve. We want you to have a happy, beautiful New Year's Eve and stay safe. And and I guess um, we will see you in the new year. Yeah, I was about to say our next episode is going to be in the new year and we'll have to figure out our word. Oh, yeah, our <laughs> word I, that will change because... We believe that it, because you, I am like dare the whole year long. Lindsay's like, I'll choose a little dare. Now I'm feeling a little love. Now I'm choosing some focus. What? Yeah. yeah. That's how I'm feeling this week. <laughs> Just feels how I'm feeling this week. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening in. Have a safe and happy new year. Until, Until next time. time.